Good morning. Happy February and welcome to Sips of Sanity. I'm Kelly. Good morning. I'm Karen. Uh, Sips of Sanity is your emotional and intuitive intelligence toolkit. This first show is found on the website by sarlo.com on all your favorite podcast platforms as well as YouTube. And the remaining shows, we do this all week. Um, those mm-hmm. are found on patreon.com backslash by Sarlo. That's a paid platform for an extensive toolkit of emotional uh, intelligence and intuitive intelligence tools. So if you do want to join us um, for the full series, you can find us on patreon.com backslash by Sarlo forward slash damn it I've been screwing that up for over a year you'll figure out the slashes it's not difficult just for me thanks to Kathy for telling us about our incorrect slashing yes it's the one on the on the right of the keyboard Um, okay, this is really fun. Uh, it's a continuation of something mm-hmm. we've been talking a lot about uh, towards the, uh, the end of 2020 and then into January 2021, mm-hmm. and that's boundaries. Mm-hmm. So you had put together some really solid shows with regards to boundaries and then scripts last month. Yeah. And we're carrying forward this month based on quite a few um, people who wrote in and said, this is great to set mm-hmm. boundaries with other people. What about when I break my own? That's the, our focus. Brilliant. Yep. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're just going to talk about in this series how to get to know yourself. And some people might be like, oh, for crying out loud. They're like, uh, guys, that was a whole sips of sanity at the end of 2020. We know. Sit tight. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to talk about, and we're going to break it up in each of the days, different areas of your life for you to assess consciously. So we want you to actually not just sit down and think about it. We want you to observe yourself each, each moment, like as you're going through an hour Mm -hmm. to try and be at work and notice, um, do I let people cross my boundaries here? Is this why I'm actually angry or why I don't feel good about my job? Is it that the job itself is something that I can do? Um, but I feel disgruntled or unhappy with some of these people, whatever position that they're in. Um, but does it actually have to do with your own behavior? Mm-hmm. Because we can project that we are not happy because of the people around us without realizing that what what we are contributing to it is in direct correlation to our level of unhappiness. Mm-hmm. So the very first one we're going to talk about is time. Okay. I've got a whole bunch of points written down for each one. So what I'm going to do is read the points and then you and I are going to have a little bit of chat about trying to explain to people or give examples to help them understand what we're trying to say. Yes. And what Karen just did is actually spell out what steps of sanity is. Yes. <laughs> you got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I do realize that some people will be listening to this for the very first time. Yep. Um, so if you're listening to it and you're a note taker, grab your pen and paper, um, notebook, whatever you like. Some of you are now onto the recording mm-hmm. and are using your cell phone to record things. By all means, do something like that so that you can go back and listen to it in the car. Mm-hmm. Maybe you listen to it each time that you go to work and come home. So that you go, okay, I'm going to work. Do I actually have boundaries at work? Okay, I'm on my way home now. What's it like when I get home? Because some people are so good at setting boundaries at work and they suck as soon as they hit the door. Or vice versa. Yeah. Yep. Or if you're going out to visit a group of, oh, COVID days, no one's going out to visit anybody. 
But if you're going onto a Zoom call or Skype or WhatsApp and you're going to hang out with your friends, then listen to the show and then go and participate and see if you actually do cave in instead of knowing what your boundaries are. And in order to know your boundaries, you have to know these things. Good. So the first one I, I wrote down is time. Um, the very first point was gossip. Okay. Not a good one. Oh, I think a lot of people won't know the connection between the two. So can you spell it out for them? Oh, so I wrote down things like, um, are you somebody who will gossip about other people? That's, that's crossing boundaries. But how does it relate to time, Karen? You spend too much time doing it. You shouldn't be doing it at all. There you go. It's a time waster. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not just a time waster, but it's actually a whole lot of negative energy um, and, and causes rumination. Yes. So when we're gossipers, we actually ruminate. And as a result of ruminating, which means stewing over, thinking over, repeating in patterns of thinking, unhealthy thoughts, we sit in that rumination and then we think our release is to actually say it to someone else in a gossipy way. None of that is healthy. I I hope I'm not illustrating the same point, but I mean, if I am, then maybe that's good for some listeners. I, I want to draw another point, which is a lot of people will think the rumination is just about what they're going to gossip mm. and what they're going to say, where they're trying to gather information so that they can have that release and go gossip, you know, at the water cooler at 2.15 for break. However, rumination also occurs consciously or subconsciously that as you're going about your day, Mm. speaking and doing your own tasks, will what I'm doing become a source of someone else's gossip? Mm. And so we start to self-judge and get nervous about people, pardon me, about what people will say about us. Mm -hmm. That's another component of rumination that occurs Mm. when we waste our time with gossip. Mm, love it. Thanks. And and I think, um, th- like, I guess to paraphrase it just in different ways for people to understand it, if they're sitting there going, what, I'm still not getting this. It is a waste of time, the rumination, building up your story to be able to, and I'm going to say your story, to be able to do the gossiping. And it's also that some people in the gossip know that they're going to repeat facts and they know that they're going to create a lie mm-hmm. and they know exactly what their lie is going to be or how they may stretch a truth. Mm-hmm. And stretching a truth means lying. Yep. And so they spend all of this amount of time on to- and on top of that, repeating the lie over and over again mm-hmm. in order to have an effect of to control the people that you're telling the lie to. So what you want here is a power over. You want to be able to go up to these people, tell the lie, and that's your way to exert power over them. You're trying to control what they think about another person. Mm -hmm. And that is none of your business. There's also an element of power over in that these people will then perceive you as having information they don't. Mm -hmm. And therefore, somehow you just, you're a little bit above them in your mind, and hopefully you're thinking in theirs. Right. And also you're saying to them that if I'm gossiping about other people, I will gossip about you. 
Mm-hmm. You might not say it at work, but you, that's what you're saying to them when you do it. Hey, and so you put fear into those people that if you're not talking about the other person, that eventually you'll be talking about them. And anybody who's smart in that group listening to you gossip will know that eventually you will gossip about them at some point and they will ghost you hmm. if they don't confront you about your behavior. So let's draw this back now to how this is you violating your own boundary. Right. And we've said it in the form of a waste of time. Mm-hmm. But in all of the ways that we've illustrated what gossip is and what it does, you're also violating your own boundary of trustworthiness, yeah. of safety, yes, of actually feeling loved or accepted. You've destroyed true connection to another person. Yes. And so if you now have a partner or and you have family members, children, whatever it is, whatever it is, because everybody's units are different, right? Um, oh my God, my mind went blank. Oh, they are going to witness that you gossip at work. Mm -hmm. If you come in and say, I said this about so-and-so, they're going to know that you're gossiping at work. So your word at home loses its weight and you become a scary, threatening person instead of a safe person. And, and I like that you said scary and not safe. I'm also going to say not credible. Oh, yeah. We could give a list of adjectives that you mm-hmm. are. Is that good for gossip then? Yes. Okay. What's your next one? Um, wasting time with TV. Social. Oh. And I'm going to say slash social media, video. Mm-hmm. And I wrote things like gaming. Screen time. Uh, yeah. However you want to call it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, screen time. Uh, and, and you could go broader than that too, mm-hmm. that if you, and I wrote down whether it's um, to be aware to manage your time. So if mm-hmm. somebody is saying to you, I want to talk to you, I want to spend time with you, and you're saying, well, um, I would like to game from 7 to 8 p.m., um, would you be happy to sit beside me and read your book? If that person says yes, and they feel that that's meeting their needs, I'm happy to read my book sitting beside you. And maybe, you know, you you snuggle up to each other and you call that mutually connection because it is meeting some level of need and you communicate that clearly. That's okay. But if you are not communicating it, not limiting it, and um, not appreciating when someone else says to you, that's not connection for me. I don't mind sitting up against your back as you're gaming. I can read my book and I enjoy your company that you're physically there, but that's not connection for me. Talking to you is and so on and so on. So I I put down in here that whole big group that goes with communicating. So you need to know that what your boundaries should be. Am I going to game for just one hour and cap that? Do I check in with the people around me in my world to see what their needs are and what their idea of connection is? And do I put boundaries around where I spend my time to show that I value them? Mm -hmm. Now, if you're living alone, Mm -hmm. if you don't have a partner, if you're, you know, don't have children or they've left home or whatever that situation is, 
This is also a matter of simply limiting your time on these devices or these channels so that the rest of your time mm-hmm. or the majority of your time, whatever's more important to word that, can meet your other goals, can meet your other desires. Because mm-hmm. screen time in movies, television, games, all of that takes away from your productivity. Mm-hmm. And, and creativity. Yeah. And I, and I wanted to say productivity is not just about getting things done. I can feel productive taking a leisurely walk because I've had fresh air. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that I'm necessarily ticking things off a to-do list. It simply means that I've been productive in taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that you are setting boundaries around certain activities so that it's not your entire evening or every evening of the week. Mm-hmm. Rolling into years in front of devices Mm -hmm. instead of saying other aspects of my life need care. Love that. Mm. And as you mentioned, proper attention. Yes. Yeah. Um, Anything that's wasteful. Okay. Uh, Like I know like that goes right on the heels of what we're saying can be wasteful. Mm -hmm. Um, But I wrote down that you need to know what is wasteful for you. And I would, I hope gossip is wasteful. I hope that spending too much time doing certain things and not valuing other aspects of your life, you will see as wasteful at some point because you can enjoy something for an hour. Do you need to stay in that for three more hours or can you go off and have variety? So I, I wrote down here that you need to know what you actually value. And this, this, this goes right to the fact of once I know that I value my relationship with you or with X, Y, and Z, these people, then I can, I, I need to know and say that I value that and put my actions there. So if I say I value my children or my um, roommate, whatever it is, um, but I also, uh, but I don't actually spend time with them, I'm over here doing all of these other things, then your actions are not in alignment with what you actually think. So you actually don't think that. You're telling yourself that you do. Mm-hmm. And this is where why it's important to actually sit down and go, hmm, okay, so I think some things I believe, I want, but do my actually, actions actually show that to me? Mm-hmm. And do I speak up? So if somebody calls and says, hey, do you want a game tonight? Then is my answer, no, I game on Fridays from, you know, 9 till 12 or something. Um, and that, that is what I, that's what I can give you. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking about needing to be very rigid. Mm -hmm. Not everyone likes to live a life like that. Not everyone's lifestyle can accommodate those kinds of things, but to the best of your ability, creating some kind of a schedule, even if it changes week to week, Mm -hmm. you know, what time is set aside for the certain things that matter to you. And then you know exactly what your boundaries are when somebody says to you, hey, do you want a game tonight? And Mm -hmm. you go, oh, no, I already have uh, gamed this week. Mm -hmm. And that's a boundary. Yeah. Yeah, because you're putting a quantitative measurement to say that's too much. Mm -hmm. I've met my quota next week. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have to do that with coloring sometimes. I, I caught myself when I switched from nine to five to entrepreneur. I had to look at my agenda and go, ooh, I booked three lunch dates this week. (laughs) And the lunch dates are at like one and two. And I've got to say no to anyone else who's calling and just do at most two a week because it's not productive at that point. Yeah. 
That's good. Um, I I wrote ruminating on the page, and I know we've talked about that. Yeah, it's a waste. It, it, it's wasteful to ruminate, and a lot of people do it and think just they just let their mind do it. They don't even know the definition of the word. They don't know that it's a problem. They don't know that it is something that you can actually address and fix. They just simply say things like, I'm a worrier. Uh, and they just label it generally. Well, this is neat because you're saying that worry is a violation of your boundary. Yeah. Instead of just saying it's a waste of time. Because I think a lot of people who do worry could very well admit, yes, it is a waste of time, but I do it anyway. But they haven't ever conceptualized it in terms of, hmm, on a daily basis or an hourly basis, I violate my own boundary of time. Yes. Oof. <laughs> Um, I wrote down too for time and I hope, and I hope I, I remember how I wanted to word this, but I wrote, are aware of it or if you let it slip away. I'm looking at you thinking, oh, I hope Kelly is understanding what I wrote. Not in the least. <laughs> then maybe... Are you aware of it, and do you let it slip away? I mean, oh, I know. Okay. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, sometimes we stay in company with other people, and we let time slip away mm -hmm. when this person is toxic, and the boundary is crossed. I don't want to spend my time with toxic people, but I allow it. Instead of saying to the person, um, okay, so uh, my time's up. I am moving on today. I've got some other things I need to get done or I want to do. Or this was um, an interesting conversation and I'm, I'm moving on. However you want to word it with your script. But to be aware that you don't give toxic people your time and your energy. Mm -hmm. And that you recognize that's a boundary for you. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, like I can remember being in some conversations saying, I'm done here. <laughs> Which is, you know, somebody might say, whoa, Karen, that is like right on point. But you can also just think it in your head. I'm done here. This is crossing my boundaries of how I want to spend my time. This person is toxic and I'm out. Now, flip side, it doesn't have to be a toxic person. I was yes. on a call yesterday with a couple of different friends and had said to them, I have 20 minutes. Let's mm -hmm. get, let's squeeze in as much as possible, but I have 20 minutes. And at that point, the person said to me, okay, it's 20 minutes. I want to value your time. I had fun. Um, I have so much more to say. Can we book another conversation later right. this week? Yes. And it's not to say that I have, I'm, I'm done in the sense of emotional stuff. I want to still be here. I might very much enjoy this. But I'm aware of my time. I'm not letting it slip away because there are other things, as you mentioned, I need to move on to that I do value, that do need to get done, whatever the um, priority needs to shift to. You can allow that to happen by not crossing your own boundary of time. I want to bring up Dr. Les Carter on YouTube, who is a psychologist who has wonderful videos about wasting time with narcissistic people. Hmm and how he talks about setting boundaries around knowing who your narcissists are and that they're taking time from you and that they cross your boundaries all the time and that if you don't recognize the narcissist in your life, that you will constantly let them cross the boundary of taking your life. 
And I mean that you will die in that marriage. You will die in that relationship with them. You will give them your life's time. Yeah, and this can be a parent. Even if you've moved on and had children and a family of your own, this mm -hmm. can still be a parent. Mm -hmm. It can be a friend. It can be a sibling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there any oh, wonderful. Okay. Well, thank you. That was a really good, strong start to the, to the month this week. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Um, that I'm glad people are listening to it, mm -hmm. that I'm just thrilled if, if, that if they sit here and think, holy shit, and get something out of that and go, oh my God, they're talking about toxic people or just around being more aware of how I'm choosing to spend my time and what I'm listening to and what I'm participating in and if I've got boundaries. Like I know as a former people pleaser that I didn't even know how to think this way. Mm -hmm. So I know that there will be people that will listen to this show today and go, what? And be the in the place where I was that they didn't even know the word ruminating. Mm -hmm. Or they didn't even know that they had choices because everything is so hardcore driven in them to think of others first, that this entire conversation is mind blowing. And then I also know that there will be other people that'll go, hmm, how come people don't know this? This is silly. And I think for them, good for you. Mm -hmm. That's an, and if that is you and you see somebody that is struggling, help them. Or at least have patience. Yes, and, and sit there and listen to this this show again so that you understand what they're going through. Good. And that you can ask them better questions. Cool. Instead of just being mad or firing them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you guys have questions or comments, you can email us at info at bysarlo.com. For those of you just tuning in, Sips of Sanity is our mini-series. It runs the first week of every month. So we've got four more shows for you over on the platform, patreon.com forward slash bysarlo. Um, we hope that you guys have an excellent Monday and that you are excited to tune back in for the rest of the week. <laughs>